Hello, and welcome back to Conscious Nation. I'm your host, Naomi Brown, and today I did want to start out with our quote of the day. Um, I do share these on the Conscious Nation uh, Instagram brand page. Um, It's at ConsciousNation underscore. It is all one word. Um, And so the quote for the day is by an unknown source. Hustle until your haters ask if you're hiring. I love this. I absolutely love this. I feel like no matter what it is you want to do in your life, there is going to be people with opinions um, and sometimes hurtful opinions, you know, that don't agree with what you're doing or don't think you'll, you know, become successful with it. Um, And so I think anyone who is successful at what they're doing you know, in the beginning, they were judged and criticized, um, you know, and not discouraged away from doing it clearly. So I think I just, I love this quote. And again, it's um, hustle until your haters ask if you're hiring. So today I did not want to talk about haters or hustling. Uh, Today I wanted to talk about shame uh, because this one has been on my mind a lot recently. Um, And whether it's, you know, shame with choices you made in the past, um, you know, shame about, you know, your things you're doing right now, um, you know, whatever it is, I think a big part of our shame is that we don't realize there are thousands, hundreds and hundreds of thousands of other people that have done the same or similar things and are also ashamed of it. So I think that we try and, you know, hide our mistakes and, you know, ignore and just bury the things that we are ashamed of. And that's actually really counterintuitive because it's just becoming this energy sucking negative part of your life, you know, that you're you're something you're ashamed of. Um, And in, in specific, I think that being fired I think there's a really big stigma in our society with being fired from a position, not being, you know, given a two week or or month notice of, hey, we're letting you go. We can no longer afford to keep you on or, you know, I don't mean that um, because that is, you know, hard to deal with and being laid off is is a struggle that a lot of people have to go through. But I mean being fired, being forcibly removed from a position of employment. Um, I've been fired in my past and um, most people I know have been too. And I, I personally carry a lot of shame around, I did, around being fired. It's just something so personal Um, I am a really hard worker. I do have a very strong work ethic. Both of my parents do. And, you know, I've just, it was instilled in me. And so knowing that I'm a very hard worker and knowing that I give 100%, I mean, no, not every single day, but, you know, however many days of the year I work, at least 95% of those days I'm giving 100% to 110%, you know, and working, having had so many jobs and working around so many other people, I do realize not everybody has a solid work ethic. 
you know, they just kind of, there are people that can just skate by on the bare minimum. And I think that it does have a lot to do with, you know, it's, it's, if you're employed in a position that you, it's not your dream job, that doesn't go to say that, well, then it's okay that I'm not giving my all into it because it's not what I want to do anyway. You know, I have spoken with other people, you know, regarding like their outlook on the position that we, you know, were doing at the same time, the same position. And their outlook was, well, you know, I'm not going to be doing this. This isn't my goal. I'm not going to end up here. 20 years from now, I'm not going to be doing the same thing. So I just don't see the point. And I do feel like if you're, you know, doing your dream job, you are going to give a lot more effort and time and focus and energy into that than a job you're doing solely for the paycheck. That's not really what I'm talking about here. What I'm talking about here is that you do what's expected of you and you're compensated for that. And then you are, ultimately you get, you get fired, you know, and I, think that we carry a lot of shame around that because it's something we take it personally. We take it as in, okay, well, you're not good enough to do this. So we're going to go find someone else who is. And sometimes that is the case, you know, and I think that a lot of us know that when a job doesn't want you there anymore, for whatever reason they've decided, if it's not something, you know, there's certain legalities to firing somebody. And I think if it's not, the reasoning they have doesn't line up with you know, legally what they're allowed to fire someone over, then they will make up a reason. If a company or a boss or, you know, anyone doesn't want you there, they'll find a reason. Whether, you know, I've seen the most ridiculous (laughs) reasons for people getting fired, Uh, you know, just in my own personal experiences with coworkers, you know, me well knowing and being told prior to them being fired knowing why they were getting fired and then watching what they were told they were fired for were very different things. Um, but regardless of the, what you're told, I think we all have an idea of why we get fired, you know, from a position. And I don't take it. I've just decided after carrying around shame about being fired from one of, from a position that I was in. Oh gosh. Uh, long time ago, (laughs) long, long time ago. It was before I was even 18. Um, you know, I did, I carried around shame from it for a long time and I didn't even, I wouldn't admit to anyone that I was fired. I just, you know, not that people really ask, but if if it ever came up, I used to work here. I used to work there. You know, why don't you, why didn't, why'd you stop working there? It was like, oh, well I moved away or, you know, oh, well I found a different job here. I would basically say anything other than, oh, I got fired. I was fired from that job, you know, and because of the shame of it, it, I took it so personally. I think it took me a solid two days of just like a very dark, I was in a dark place uh, from that experience. And it did, it took me a solid two days of just staying in the house to just shake it off and, you know, go out and look for another job. Um, because I did take it so personally. You know, I'd been there a couple of years. I had made friends there. I, It wasn't the type of industry that you have a work and home life. It's definitely the type of industry where your work life is your personal life as well. Um, and I was just embarrassed because obviously everyone, my life had revolved around and all of our lives revolved around each other in this work environment, in this circle, in this social circle. And then I was 
you know, kicked out of it. And by obviously the, the manager and, you know, all the people along with me below the manager, we were all really close. And so it did. It felt like obviously my whole life changed when you work at a place and then you're no longer there. You know, you're, you expected to be going in the next day and then you're not. I mean, yeah, it's, it's a shakeup. Um, obviously today I'm glad it happened. I wasn't in a position where I would have ever left. I don't think on my own. I think it definitely happened for a reason and for the best. I have no, you know, there's no spiteful feelings about it or anything. And today I can openly admit I was not the worker then that I was, that I am today or that I even was when I started there. I think I got really comfortable and I started to justify, um, slacking off. I think showing up late constantly, uh, you know, it was only a couple minutes, but that, that matters, you know, that matters, especially when it's a job where you have to prepare and do things in order to prepare for that shift, you know, ahead of time. I think it matters. I don't think it matters the industry you're in, but being late couple, just a couple minutes, but when it's every day or the majority of your shifts, like it, it matters. Um, you know, I was a lot younger and I've always had a strong work ethic. I've always been the one to step up and take the shifts nobody else wanted or to fill in at the last minute or, you know, to put work above most everything else. I've always been that person. And over the years, I've learned that that specifically putting your, you know, work and employment above your home life and your personal well-being and all of these other things, that's not what defines a good worker, and in my head, for the longest time, it did. And so it really hurt when I got fired because it's, I was just thinking of all the other people who also show up late all the time and who don't, when they're there, give 110% and, you know, just wouldn't cover a shift, even if they could. And things like that, <clears throat> that I felt, you know, I worked a lot harder than they had. And I felt like I put a lot more into it than they had. But at the end of the day, that's not even healthy to do, I think. And, you know, to put your work above everything else, I don't even think that's healthy or what's best. And it, as if I were someone who employed people, that's not what I would want them to do, you know? And that, that seems so simple, but it literally changes everything. If you can think any decision you make in your work environment, if I owned the company, you know, and I were the employee that I employed. Would I want this person to A, B, and C? Be a couple minutes late every day. You know what I mean? Or be doing this, this, and that to cut corners or to do this, this, and that. When you look at it that way, everything changes. Everything for me changes. I was then able to like consistently hold a job when I switched that mentality and just kept that in mind with any job I took thereafter, after that specific job in that situation of being fired. It was like, no, I don't ever want to get fired again. It feels horrible. It feels so horrible. And it was such a stomp on my self-esteem. And I shouldn't have let it. I shouldn't have made it. I made it that way when it was never personal. It was never, we don't like you as a person. You as a person are not good enough get out. It was, that was never, that never had anything to do with it, but I took it that way. And I think that ultimately was a good thing, but at the time it just hurt so much. It cuts so deep, you know?
And so I was very like almost paranoid getting jobs after that. It was like, okay, well, I'm going to be five minutes late every single day, no matter, even if it kills me, because I'm not going to give them a reason to fire me. I was, I was like that. I had that mentality about everything I did. You know, people would be like, oh, hey, do you want to, at the time I did smoke cigarettes and it, people would, you know, do you want to just sneak out really quick for a second or third smoke break? But nope, because that's a reason they could fire me. Oh, do you want to, you know, put some extra, give that person extra guacamole because they're my family member and not charge them for it? Nope, because that could get me, like I was that person that was just like so paranoid of getting fired after that, after that experience that anywhere I went. And I just question now why there was so much shame around it. Yes, because I took it personally. And yes, because it was so unexpected, I think, to me. I'm very routine and planned. And it was just, boom, here you go. And it wasn't like they called me on my day off. No, it was like they waited until I came in that morning to do it. And it was, so I was just well on preparing the day, knowing how it was going to play out. And yeah, no, it just, everything about it really sucked. It really sucked for me and I took it hard and there's, I don't, I don't feel any shame towards it now currently, but I did for a long time. I mean like half a decade, (laughs) like a long time. I carried shame about that, you know, to the point where I, like I said, like I wouldn't even admit that it happened. I would just say any other excuse and I don't think we should I think we should evaluate the things we're ashamed of is my point here. I think that if you really, instead of mentally running from and just shoving down and, you know, pushing away the things that we're ashamed of, I think that to just confront it and just explore it. Confront is such an aggressive word. I guess just just to explore it and see why am I ashamed of that? I can tell you right now, it's because of the way you're thinking about the situation, you know? So if, if you can just explore it and see what thoughts do I have about that, what happened or what I did, you know, if I, for example, robbed a bank 10 years ago and I never got caught, the shame that I'm carrying, and it was a one-time thing, never happened again, and I never got caught and I, I'm ashamed of it, Right. I'm keeping it a secret. I'm not telling anybody. I never would tell anybody. People ask me, how'd you get that new car? You know, or, oh, it seemed like you got a bunch of money a while. I would have made up a reason. Oh, my great aunt passed away and left me money or, you know, whatever it would would have been. I would have made up some, I would have lied about it. I wouldn't have just said, oh, I, well, probably because I would have gotten caught if I said something, but you get the point here. Like you lie about it. That's the first sign of shame. It's like you're lying about the actual event. And then I'm carrying it with me for so long, it would be time to put that down. I mean, that would be like an illegal offense, but just take, put, insert whatever scenario with revolving shame and, you know, a mistake or any situation you'd like. And just think like it's the way I'm thinking about it. For me in this position, this, you know, specific situation with getting fired, it's the way I thought about it. It's the way that I thought they didn't like me as a person or they didn't see me as a good worker. They thought I was a poor employee. And I know I felt that that wasn't the case because I worked with so many people who were, you know, poor employees and who were not putting effort or even trying, 
you know? And so I, I know, I knew that wasn't the case, but it felt that way. And I was thinking that way. I was thinking that must be why, you know, or I'm really outgoing and maybe they don't like people who talk too much. So again, that's a personal attack on my character. So it hurts and I'm ashamed of it. I'm ashamed to go out into the world and tell people I got fired, you know? And once I started exploring my thoughts about this situation, it was just like a bag of balloons opened. It was like, okay, well, that situation, I, you know, I changed my mindset on that and I no longer think that. So now I, I can let that go, you know, and I did. And it's, so now I don't, but there are other things I carry shame, t- shame with today that happened so long ago, you know? So I think it's like case by case basis. There are big, big events, big mistakes that you made that you carry shame about. And I think it takes up a little tiny spot of your mental energy, but it does take up mental energy to carry that with you. Mental and emotional and probably in some ways physical energy just, you know, it's, it's time to put it down. It's time to let it go. And in order to do that, as much as, you know, we try over the years to just push it away and hope time heals all wounds, it doesn't if you don't move on from it if you don't handle it, you know, and if you're still carrying shame today about something that happened in the past, then how you're handling it and how you've handled it thus far is didn't work because otherwise you wouldn't be carrying the shame. You know, I took me a long time to learn that because I thought that just over time it would go away. Like time has passed. Things have changed. I've changed as a person. I'm no longer that person. I'm no longer that employee. So things, you know, it'll go away. It doesn't. I mean, I guess it depends on what it actually is. And, you know, I guess it would be a case-by-case basis. But for me, it didn't. It, you know, didn't go away until I, I really don't like the word, but like confronted it or just, you know, at least sat down and just got some mental clarity about what actually happened. What, what's the actual, because there's like my perspective of it. There's, you know, my perception. And then there's also what actually happened. And then there's like what I've told myself happened. Just, you know, I feel like subconsciously we sometimes can twist things and whatever can make the most sense to protect ourselves. And it's not even, you know, a conscious choice. I think it's more of just a defense mechanism. It's more of like our primitive brain kicking in to kind of protect ourselves. So it's like I had to really look at what I told myself happened, you know, and kind of like it's hard to like weed through after like telling other people so many different things. It's like really kind of hard. And if it was a long time ago, especially like you have to really go back, you know, and get back into that and think it through and try and pull together some facts and pieces like to find what actually happened, you know, and Once I did, it's just like, why am I still carrying this around with me? It's so pointless. You know, I feel like not everyone gets fired, but a lot of us have been. At one point or another in our lives, we have been fired from a position, you know, and for me, I I took it really personally. I do know people that have been fired like multiple times, like a handful of times, and they don't seem to be affected by it at all. It's almost as if they expect it to happen, you know, and they don't seem to be affected by it. And I don't understand it because for me, I mean, I was just so devastated 
And it hit so, it hit me in like all the hard places, you know, that I carried it with me for so long because of it. Um, but yeah, that's my rant for today. I just hope that we, you know, can let it go, I think. And in order to do that, I mean, it's some people, I read one time that in order to let things from the past go, you should write them down on a piece of paper and then burn them, like say a prayer or something. Yeah, that for me doesn't work. For me, it's got to be like a logical, a thought out, a planned event. You know, it's not so much a like significant, you know, writing it down and burning it and like signifying that it's, you know, going away or putting it in a balloon and letting the balloon fly away. Or, you know, for me, for some people, those things, that stuff really does work and help. Uh, but for me, it was more of like the facts and my thought, my thoughts about the situation were what's, were what created the shame, you know, because there was no shame automatically, you know, tagged onto that situation. I put the shame there. Nobody else can put shame on you for something you did. And I mean, they can verbally try to, but unless you're, th it's your thoughts about the situation that make you feel the shame. You know, and once I just explored specifically what were my thoughts about the situation, what it, what was I thinking and feeling about the situation that made me carry the shame about it, that's when I let it go. And it just happened. Like, I just let it go. I didn't feel it anymore. You know, and I just today can admit like, hey, I've been fired before. It sucked and it was crappy, but I'm glad it happened. It was meant to happen and... I mean, all roads lead to somewhere. And like I said, like I wouldn't have left. I don't see myself today. I would have, but at that point in my life, I don't see, I don't think I would have left. I would have probably worked there for another at least three to four years before leaving by choice. So, I mean, really it was a blessing in disguise for me, but still it hurt. And, um, yeah, let me know. Let me know what you guys think about this one. Let me know what situations you're carrying shame about today and how you handled, you know, putting that shame down and walking away from it. Um, until next time, this was episode four of Conscious Nation. Thanks, guys. <laughs>